Yes, people, what's going on? It's episode 312 of Griff's Brain Dumping. It's me, Griff, obviously. How you doing? Where am I? I'm stuck on the M25. That's right. I thought, you know what, while I'm here, let's multitask. Let's not waste time. I'm stuck here doing nothing. Stuck in traffic. An accident's happened. All of them are here. Yep, yeah. ambulance, ambulance, a police car, police, and the fire brigade. Fury Brigadi. Yeah, they're all here. All here. I'm just seeing lights flashing. And like while I've been stuck, more of them have gone past. Just letting me know you ain't going anywhere, shun. Nowhere. 1 a.m. in the morning, M25, driving back from Margate. And the thing was, I could have just stayed in Margate. Yes, I could have. I had the hotel room that I didn't know I had until I got to the gig. Even though I told the guy who booked it. I didn't need a hotel room. He's like, oh, we booked a hotel room. You should use it. And I was like, nah, I won't use it. Now I told my wife, going, oh, they put me in a hotel room. And she's like, oh, well, you know, if you're tired, you should use it. Guess I won't see you. I was like, nah, I'm not abandoning my pregnant wife and my child. Uh, I didn't think I was staying out, so I'm not just going to stay out. It makes you look like a dirty stop out. It's a kind of made up shit that like cheaters would say, right? It's like such a convoluted story. Hey, I've got to stay in Margate with these drunken people uh, because uh, I've got a hotel room and I'll see you tomorrow you know what I mean maybe it's the old uh, you know the old me who, who that's the kind of bullshit excuse I would have made up if I was trying to cheat so me now as a married man who's not it's like oh that sounds all wild and treacherous to say that I was staying out because oh I've got a surprise hotel room but guess what I'd love to be in bed right now in some shitty B&B on the seafront in Margate I would have loved it, even if it was part hotel, part crack den. Hey, I wouldn't have minded. I wouldn't have minded. Me and a room share of a little Albanian family. I don't mind, because I would have had a bed. As long as I had a bed. Hey, you've not shared a bed. Bunk bed. Albanian, two Albanians above me. Fucking just, <laughs> just on the bunk above me. I'm like, I don't know what, I've got a bed. Here's the funny thing, this is us humans. I would have been in that bed fucking cursing these Albanians having sex on top of me. But I wouldn't have been thinking, oh, at least I'm not stuck in traffic on the M25. No, I wouldn't. Because you never think about the other situation you're not in, do you? But now the only situation I've think about is being stuck in traffic. And listen, the thing that annoys me the most is that my satellite navigation told me, Darren, avoid the M25. Not for any reason, not for there's an accident, only because he wanted me to avoid the dart charge. But he said, oh, it's, it's going to add 30 minutes to your journey. And I was like, fuck that. I'm trying to get home quickly. Do you know what? It doesn't help you get home quickly. Being still. Being still. And here I am, still. Because I was a baller and impatient. So like, dart charge. I'll have that. Eat it. Paid it one way, I'll pay it the other way. I don't care. Get me across. From Kent to Essex, from Essex to Kent. Come on, you bastard. We're getting across the estuary. I mean, I should just turn the engine off, really, innit? That's what I should do. Why, why haven't I done that? That can save your money, bastard. Save your money. You're going nowhere. Um, so that's what I've done. Uh, just switch the engine off. I don't know why I hadn't done it before. 
Just uh, very optimistic. Now I've switched my engine off. I've realised how many other people's engines are off. Uh, but yeah, just stuck in traffic. But listen, like I said, I've come out from Margate. Headlines in Margate. Fantastic gig. Shout out Victor Daniels. Me, uh, it was Victor Daniels who uh, put it on, but it was the legend, Curtis Walker, MCing. Uh, opening, Todd you. And that's a wild thing um, to have Todd you opening any gig. Because that man's energy is big. Big energy. Uh, but he smashed it. And then Kevin J. Uh, and then um, the break. And I couldn't hear Kevin J. So you're thinking, oh, why has he not said much about Kevin J? I'll, I'll get back to that. Uh, Kevin J. Then break. Then Victor Daniels. And then me headlining. I was meant to be where Kevin was. But then I got swapped. Because Victor Daniels looked at the crowd and went, nah, I think you should close it, Darren. It's like, why? He's like, yeah. And when I got there, I was like, because there's mainly white people who I should close it. Kevin's white. <laughs> Only to find out that Kevin was like, no, I just want to get on and get off and uh, go to sleep. But I was like, hey, snap. That's what I want to do. That these bastard bitches conspired against me for me to close the show. Um, but yeah, I did the right close the show and it was fine. But the thing is, um, now the reason why I wasn't listening to Kevin is because there was drama backstage with the comedians, partially, but not comedian versus comedian. No, what happened is I've got to tell the story the way it occurred to me. So, me and Todd, you are backstage, we're just having a little chat, and then this guy comes barging in shouting at his missus in the toilets going who was it who was it was it one of these lot was it one of these lot who was it that made you feel uncomfortable you two oi you two come here talk to me and Todger. you two come here me and Todger looked at each other like is he is he your mate he's not my mate is he your mate no, I guess neither of us are going over there then. Like, there wasn't even a flicker, not one cell in my body that I was thinking, let's go over there. All I was thinking is, this guy's very angry, but there's a lot of weapons between me and him. If he comes over, there's wires to choke him with, mic stands to smash his head in. Hey, I'll even break a guitar over his face. Jeff Jarrett style. Have that, you goddamn slap nut. That's where it would have been. It would have been a massacre. And he was just there shouting at his missus, going, who was it? Who made you feel uncomfortable? And she's just like, she's she's hammered. She's not really making any sense. She doesn't know how to get a story across. He's like, someone made you feel uncomfortable. Look, I don't hear a story. Just give me a name. And she's like, he's, uh, 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 because what's happened is she's obviously told her husband something, like her boyfriend is, he's blown up so big, she thought it was just a little passing statement, but he's blown up so big, she doesn't even know, she thinks, I need to rein this back in, it wasn't as big of a deal, this guy's, I know what he's like, I know what he's like, he's kicking off, I know what he's like, if you know what he's like, then shut your mouth. Right, but things right. So she has told him, and uh, I said he's kicked off. Going, who was it? Who made you feel uncomfortable? Who was it? So now Kevin's on stage while this is happening, and the noise is just bleeding through the wall. And then the bouncers come, and they're like, "Oh wait, emergency services are moving." Oh, they didn't respect the narrative flow, guys. 
I might just have to drive my car <laughs> and leave. Oh, it looks like lights are on. This feels like the start of F1 race. I've got to remember that I was telling this story. Um, I do. If I was smart, I would have hooked up. Oh no, this is another. Vi oh no, I don't. I think the emergency services are going, but are we going? I don't know. Maybe I can finish this story. I oh, yeah, this big old van just parked in front of all of us. Oh, we ain't going anywhere. Anyway, so the bouncers come, and this guy is going, oh, just, just give me a name. And then, um, oh, no, I think we're going. I think we're going. I think we're going. Oh, sorry, guys. I'll catch you up later. All right, I'm home now. I'm home. Well, I say I'm home outside my house. That's why I'm talking so loud because it's, it's 20 to 2 in the morning. If I spoke this loud in the house, my wife would come down and probably bat me in the mouth so um <laughs> so where is our the story in just outside the toilet the bouncer the woman and the boyfriend the boyfriend shouting going don't want any real stories i just want a name he just wants to fight someone he just wants to confront someone fight them a dodo she's just mumbling uh, 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 uh. and then um and then the bouncer comes over and goes okay okay what's happened here and then she's like, so what happened was, and then the boyfriend just goes, why am I here with a story? <laughs> he's fuming. He doesn't want to hear a story. Just wanted the name. He, his girlfriend has said she doesn't know who the person is. They've just done something. They've made her feel uncomfortable. He's like, I understand you don't know who they are. I just want a name. So then um, they are going and kicking off all through Kevin's set. And then they come backstage and we find out. The bouncer speaks to, it's me and Todger. And he speaks to, he goes, who was on before uh, the guys on stage now? I go, Todger, Todger was on. And then he goes, apparently you made her feel, you, uh, you made her feel uncomfortable. And, and Todger's like, you what? I, I don't even know who you're talking about. And then he's like, yeah, did you speak to her? And then he goes, what does she look like? And he's like, brunette, short. He's like, I don't even didn't speak to a short brunette. Person. And they go, wait, is, she, is that the woman in the green dress? And he's like, and then the bounce like, yeah. And they go, you did talk to her. And then Todger's like, what? And they go, no, you did. And what happened was she tried to walk into the green room and ask where the toilet is. And Todger does very informatively just said, oh, toilet's down there. And then he turned away. Now, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I made eye contact with Todju after he did that because I thought she was kind of attractive. And, and, you know, I was trying to make eye contact with him. Like, hey, hey, you, you interested in that? You, you going for that? Hey, you going to talk to her? This man didn't even look back at me. He just turned away and just did something else. Like, that was his interaction. It was so minimal. It was, where's the toilet? Oh, it's just there. And then he's just gone and done something else. So I can only conclude that this woman felt uncomfortable because Toju didn't actually try it on with her. <laughs> I'm honest, honest. I honestly say that. I know that sounds that might sound toxic or whatevs, but that that is literally the only conclusion I can think of why she would be so pressed about a man um, not talking to her.
Or make, how would that? How could possibly make her feel uncomfortable in that situation? And it's nuts because then her boyfriend's kicking off. And then for me, I'm like, you know what your boyfriend's like. So for me, it's like you just want to wind up your man. That's what turns you on. That's what love is for you. A guy kicking off. So he's like, let me just let me just wind him up. He, he must have done something earlier in the day that's upset her. She's like, I'm going to upset him back. I'm going to upset him back. And what annoyed me is that it was going to end up being, if like, if, like that could have ended up with the boyfriend fighting Todju. Fighting Todju and me because we were together when he was like, come over here. The boyfriend is black. She was a white woman. He was a uh, black, well, he's mixed race or black. It would have been three black guys fighting because of some white woman's tears. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just ridiculous behaviour. So that's why I couldn't hear Kevin set. And then I was going to go on stage. I spoke about what happened a little bit. And then I realised, hey, I don't know who knows this guy. And he, they might just call him to come back. And I was like, ah, I'm just going to stop talking about it now. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah. That was flipping mental. Absolutely mental. But yeah, I'm, I'm home now. It's late. So I um, usually when I do this, well, I record the pod in different sections. I don't tell you, but I'm I'm doing that now. I'm gonna tell you, and I'm gonna to go to bed. I'm gonna to go to bed and and uh, reconvene the podcast at a different point. All right, so you can't judge me. You'll get the full pod. It's just be stitched together. I'll probably speak it at a different volume. You have to change your headphones. But deal with it. We're back again, people. We're just recording this pod just in bits. It's Sunday evening now. I uh, played football this morning, won 6-3. I scored a goal playing right midfield. Now because I'm a youth player now. Played in the Veterans League. I'm 35. Just broke into the team. If you, you know what I mean? If you're good enough, you're old enough. That's what I'm doing. Then I went to a two-year-old's birthday party where it's nothing to do with the kids. I mean, that's not true. Played musical, uh, past parcel. A um, little bit of Coco Meadows on the screen. Um, and chicken was there. It was all good. And then the football came on. And the mighty Tottenham Hotspur beat Man City again. Oh, Man City worse with, with uh, Erling Haaland. Jamie Carragher pointed out they scored the exact same amount of goals as they did last season. Even though he scored lots of goals, the team scored the same amount. So have they really progressed? Are they really playing better? They've conceded more goals. Arsenal fans are really happy that we won. and They're trying to wind us up either way. As I'm asked about how Spurs is it to win, to make Arsenal win the league. It's like, what? We we talking about? So I was like, oh, look at you helping helping Arsenal win the league. It's like any team that we beat ends up being more points behind the leaders of the league. That's just how leagues work. So Tottenham had to just lose all their games, just lose to Fulham, so Fulham could be three points closer to Arsenal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or could maintain their space. As I say, maintain the gap. Silly. Silly logic. But shout out Harry Kane. Most competitive goals for Tottenham Hotspur. Beating Sir Jimmy Greaves. I don't even know if he's in Sir. I'm calling him Sir Jimmy Greaves. It sounds right, isn't it? Sir Jimmy Greaves. Yeah. Um, but I've recovered from... Well, I haven't really recovered. I'm so knackered from last night. I mean, what time is it now? It's 9.30. <clears throat> Trying to watch this um, You People film with my wife. But she's left. She's pregnant. And she has just the bladder the size of an egg 
So um, I just don't know how big an actual bladder is. I, I imagine it's bigger than an egg. The reason you said eggs, I can see a toy egg now. As soon as I said it, I was like, that, that doesn't really get the point home. And now I don't actually know how big a bladder is, but she wheezes a lot, is what I'm saying. And we are 18 minutes into this film, and we've had to pause it twice. <laughs> so I thought, let me just get a few minutes of pods in here. Why not? Um, until she comes back. She will come back, and then, you know. I have to record later today. I might fall asleep, I might record it on Monday. Who knows? But I'm liking this new way of podding, but I'm just going to pod throughout across the weekend. Maybe even next week, I might just pod throughout the week. It's random days, just podding. Maybe that'd be the new format of the pod, where I just pod in different places. I think that'd be pretty cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I think she's finished. So, back to watching the film, catch a lot later. Yes, so um, we're carrying on the pod. We're just carrying it on. I, I said I wouldn't know when I'll finish it. Do what day this is? You'll probably be able to guess what day it is because you'll see when the pod's released and the days it hasn't been released and then you'll be like, well, it's got to be the day before or the day of. So it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, yep. Yep, so this pod has taken me from... Was it Saturday I started this pod? I think it was Saturday. Yep, start this pod on Saturday and I'm going to finish it on Wednesday. Things have developed in the week. <laughs> People have gone missing. There's been earthquakes. There's been fights outside schools. So many things to talk about. Um, we're going to whistle through them all and then we'll just get straight on to Deirdre. Dear That's what we'll do. So the continuity of this pod's going to be crazy, right? When I started, I started in the car. On the way back from a gig, but let's just don't, don't worry. You've, you're listening to the pod in one go. I don't need to recap. I'm recapping for myself. You all just get a one continuous listening experience. It's wonderful for you. So let's start off with um, the earthquake. Yeah, let's start sad. So the earthquake in uh, Turkey and Syria, which is flipping crazy, death toll keeps increasing. Um, you know, humanitarian crisis. That's, there's no no jokes to be made there. Just uh, just a social observation though that is, it's so consistent. I saw a picture on the news, an image of the news, just people just like crying. And you start seeing dead bodies. I haven't seen any bodies that look broken. That there's been peacefully peaceful dead bodies that I've seen. It's always the same, right? There's just when it's black and brown people, show the dead bodies. Show the mother or father just breaking down screaming in their language it's all dramatic and it's all sad it all feels all feels like a film make that disaster happen in the uk or make that disaster happen to white people you're not seeing the dead bodies i'm not saying to even it up they need to start showing dead bodies of white people no all i'm saying is they need to stop showing dead bodies we can understand what 12,000 dead people mean. I don't need to see a mother or father crying, uh, distraught. In, the, in their lowest moment, you're just filming them and just putting it on the news. You see what I mean? It's like it's not a movie. It's not entertainment. This kind of trauma porn that we have as news. It's wild. It's like it's just really annoying. Um, 
and just desensitizes to us. And I said, but you just don't see if it happens in the UK, happens in the majority white country, you're not going to see those exact same images. Just you're not. Fact. And that's all I want to say about that. About the earthquake. Hope the you know said hope the uh, people are trapped and still alive. They can be rescued because that's a horrible way to die. Absolutely horrible. I mean, you just want to die instantly, right? Instantly and painless to be actually in no pain, just trapped somewhere, just hoping someone will find you. That's mad. So you've got that going on. Then you've got the woman gone missing. The woman gone missing, that, that's nuts. Um, I can't remember her name now. Um, but the one with the dog and the water. Oh, man, her name... Oh, what is her name? I've literally been talking about it all week at work. Uh, what's her name? Missing woman. Let's just put missing... They said missing dog walker just came up on my phone. Nicola Bully, that's it. Nicola Bully. Um, now, if you don't know, you must know about the story. Now, the lady went on a walk with a dog, the usual walk she does, in a park. Um, and then there's, within 20 minutes, of, you know, so there's witnesses seen her, witnesses seen her, a dog witnesses seen her. And then 20 minutes between the last witness seen her and her phone, which is still connected to a call, and a dog leash on the floor, and a dog found by a bench. But her, nowhere to be found. Which is just, and it's just weird. It's weird, because here's, here's the things that are weird. One, first they start going for the for the, the boyfriend or husband, her partner. When I say they, to my social media, just like, it's him, he was weird in the in the interviewed family have come out and said stop going for him it's not him police have come out and said stop it it's not him there's no foul play here and then cctv of their houses he was in his house all the time stop it so the police have said there's no foul play because they're saying there's no foul play what they've done you will notice there's certain things they haven't done like they haven't cordoned off the area where she's gone missing yeah there's no foul play therefore it's not been treated as a crime scene therefore no forensics being taken people just walking around the place just kept it open found that weird they said no foul play they have the fear that she drowned in the river although her family goes one she's a strong swimmer and um, they said yeah she's maybe trying to retrieve a tennis ball for the dog the family goes she doesn't have a tennis ball for a dog why are you saying that why are you searching the river and then they got these river experts who come and go, yeah, if someone was to die in this river, they wouldn't go any more than like three metres from where, from the point they got in because the water just isn't deep, doesn't move that quickly. Yeah, the police are like, yeah, we're just going to just keep on looking at the river. So for me, I'm like, that's odd that you just keep on going down this route. Maybe the police got more information than they're letting on, that they can release. Maybe that's the case. But it just feels odd to me um, that the family said she doesn't have a ball the dog she's a strong swimmer um dogs have a strong sense of smell and the dog is was found by the bench not by the water because that's what dogs do right when they get lost they either find their way home or they try to find their way to their owner their sense of smell is ten thousand times stronger than ours maybe they should use the dog to find her where's the last point you saw her i don't, I don't know how you do that to a dog i'm not you can't ask him so maybe just put like something in front of his nose that smells like her and then he'll be like, oh yeah, I'll follow that scent. I know, I've, I've, but now they work. That's all weird. 
But in the park, they say that she wasn't, she hadn't left in the key, was it in the, between the key times, the key times as in being when she was last seen by a witness and when her stuff was found. There's no evidence of her leaving the park. That's why the police like she's got to be in the river then. But here's the thing, there's no evidence of her leaving in the key times. That means, that means she could have left after her stuff was found. And when I say left, maybe she was taken. We don't know. People talking aliens. But here's my theory, because there's one key thing that's so booky to me. Is that all CCTV is working in this park, except for one camera. The one camera that would be able to capture everything that happened. Now for me, that makes me think I need to find out who knew that. That's where my line of investigation is going, on the camera. And there's two things that could even happen with that camera. That camera was either broken before this event happened, which means that it could just be a coincidence, or to me, it's someone who works in that caravan park where the camera is based, and they knew it wasn't working, or they disabled it themselves, maybe become obsessed with this lady, seeing her walking through the park, become obsessed with her, be like, this is my moment, I'm going to take her. High risk, granted. Middle of the daytime, walkers all over the place. Maybe that's what happened there, I don't know. Or, is the other theory, that the CCTV camera wasn't broken at the time of the incident. Someone's looked at the footage and has gone, oh, that doesn't look good. Get rid of that. And I don't know, man. As, and I just feel like someone's looking at the camera, police have looked at it and gone, oh, shit, it's Keith again. PC Keith. Is it that? Is it the police again? And it's crazy, because of the society we live in at the moment, that was my instant thing, police. Police are involved. If the police are American, they've done something to a black person. If the police are British, they've done something to a woman. So I'm just thinking in my head. But that's how I've been conditioned by the media. I thought, what, what if the police are involved? And that would then to me, makes sense of all the stupid lines of investigation they're following. Proving the area, they don't believe the stories are being told, they're breaking into houses looking for the woman. And caravans, breaking into stuff, just looking for this woman. And it just gets to the point where you must need closure, right, as a family. Right now, you're still hopeful she's alive. But after a certain amount of time, you must just want, like... So someone's going, yeah, we found their body, they're dead. Not that that's the good news, but you can just at least move on. I think of like the McCanns, yeah? Let's assume they're innocent. How do you move on? They're kids. They're the youngest twins who were in the room when Maddie went missing. They're now 18, those twins. She would be 20 now. They've watched their babies go to adult life with their third child just missing. Never confirmed that they're dead or alive. They can't just move on. This world is nuts, man. It's crazy. And then the other thing that's happened in the news. So the black girl being uh, being attacked outside of school um, by what is assumed to be travellers. A lot of people say it's a racist attack. I didn't know the background to the story. I think I've since heard that she apparently was being racially abused at school. Not sure if it's by the same girls, but then she reported it to the school they didn't do anything about it 
So a lot of people feel like this has just been building up. It's kind of exploded into this fight. This fight's crazy because it's three on one. Like the main girl looks like to be the same age as the girl. So she's fighting. And there's two younger girls, like 10 and 11, who were giving up the weakest kicks. Like just the weakest kicks. Pulling pull the hair and just giving out the weakest kicks. Like they, they couldn't fight. I felt bad for them because they're travellers and they, they would have a sense of they're meant to be able to fight. Like me as a black person, I feel like I should be a quick runner. If I lose a race to a white person, it hurts my feelings. Even if the white I'm 35 now, even that white person is 21 and is actually a professional sprinter. There's something in my chest that says, <laughs> I mean, I should, I should still take him. <laughs> That's what I mean. So if you're a traveller and you get banged in your face and you realise you're losing a fight to someone who's not a traveller, it must rattle your spirit. Now, here's the thing I found odd about the thing is, one... Um, that these it's been we've been dealing with racially motivated. I'm not saying it's not, but what I did find odd is in a racially motivated attack in the heat of fighting, you don't let any racism slide. Don't let any of it fly. Like if I'm racist, I'm fighting you. Best believe some racism's coming fly out my mouth as I'm fighting you. I'm not gonna be able to hold that back. I'm mad. I'll be calling you a black this, you white that, you brown this. No, I'd be all coming out if I was racist. I didn't hear any racism on the video. I'm not saying that it wasn't racially motivated, but I found that odd. Second thing I found odd. Uh, but as it related to that, travellers that I've met, um, yeah, don't don't tend to give me any racist vibes. In the sense of that overt racism. They'd, as yeah, I just don't, I don't know them to be racist. They might be though. They might be. They may very much be. You never know. I'm not gonna defend them. I'm not put my, you know, I'm not back it completely. No, they could definitely be. But just again, just with the mix of it not being said in the fight, don't know. That's a bit odd to me. But maybe they don't use racist. Oh, actually, no. But she claims she. You know, I say claimed. Don't mean that she's lying. She had uh, said. Let's say said. She said that she'd been racially abused beforehand. That's a bit I know. Um, Travis like a scrap, but I've always thought of him being a bit honourable in the scrap. One on one, bare knuckles, and let's have a go. Wanna fight Danny boy? Come on, let's go. Johnny boy, let's go. Go sword. Come. Let's go. Wanna fight Travel boy, do you? Wanna fight Travel boy? I remember always remember that I was on the night out. And this guy said, Wanna fight Travel boy, do you? I was, I was like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't, John Boy. Here's a bit though. The teacher's coming late. Sorry, I didn't even finish that point. Point making. Yeah, Travis, I know they like fight, they like scrap, they like it one on one. Me versus you. Come on, let's go. Not three against one. So that didn't seem right to me. Made me think, are oh, these people even travellers? Just Irish scallies. What is it? A lot of people uh, lambasting the teachers and the adults that were there as well. I mean, the traveller woman, she was, the whole thing, she was holding the camera. She was proper being the corner man for the three girls as they attacked the black girl. Giving bare instructions throughout the fight. Go on, hit her, hit her, hit her. And 
that was crazy for me. Like, where is your adult sense of responsibility? But then the other adults that are there, people in cars beeping. Do you really think he's going to break up the fight by beeping? You know, that kind of just nothing, that nothing effort. Just to feel like, oh, I tried to stop it. No, you never. I tried? Nah. You're the type of person that will see, like, one person struggling to carry a table. And you just watch them from afar. And then you see, like, three or four people lift a table. And then you'll come in and just have your finger touched inside the table. Like, yep, I'm helping. I'm, I'm doing the heavy lifting as well. No. No. It's just pathetic people in the car not helping out. Every child being attacked. But then the teachers, teachers hanging very long. They strolled in. It's kind of just, okay, stop it now. Stop what? The bloody attack. Stop it now. But I do empathise with the teachers and the adults that are watching. A little bit. Because it may have been hard for them to work out who was the aggressor. Because the black girl was battering them. <laughs> Three versus one. And she was more than holding her own. She was only, fo- this crazy thing, she was only focused on hitting one of them. She wasn't trying to hit the others. She was just trying to hit one. The other two were just putting, like I said, the weakest kicks. Skip leg day. Like their grandparents be turning in their caravan seeing how rubbish those kicks were. And so they must be like, I don't know, to, I don't know who to to help here. She's battering these little girls. It was odd. But yeah, but then uh, they've gone down. People in the community have gone down, protested outside school, which I love to see that stuff. I do love to see it. Um, I want to see the march to the traveller side though. <laughs> I don't want us to do that. Let's just keep the protest and go home. Protesters, another day. And don't go to traveller sites. Looking for a fight with travellers. It's, it's, it's not going to work out how you think. It's going to work out. It's just not. No. It's not going to work out well. No. Don't do it. No. Anyway. Let's, uh, let's get some dear Deirdre. Um, right. 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 Deirdre. Um, what? My boyfriend has seen another woman and even takes our young daughter with him. Go on. I cheat, but I'm a family man. <laughs> That's what this guy say. Uh, dear, 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 my boyfriend said he needed some space and moved out. We are still having sex, but I found out he's been visiting another woman and even takes our daughter to meet her. I'm 36, he's 38. We've been together for five years and have a four-year-old girl. A few months ago, I found out via Facebook that a woman he dated before we had, before we met had split up with her husband. Okay. After that, our relationship changed for the worse. Ooh, right. He became less affectionate, seemed distracted, and started picking fights. Yeah, this guy wants out. He's falling in love with this woman. Or back in love. Uh, then a couple of weeks later, he announced that he needed space and moved back to his flat. Yeah, yeah, he just wants to bang her, but not be a cheat. So let's split up. Will we ever get back together? I don't know. I'll let you know. Yeah, I know that. 
Um, we agreed that he could see his daughter as often as he liked, and we didn't want to upset her. Since then, he's been coming over several times a week. Sometimes he takes her out and he'll stay at and she'll stay at his, but other times he'll stay for dinner, we still get on well and we often end up having sex. Each time he tells me how much he loves me and that he just needs time to sort his head out. But last week my daughter said daddy had taken her to a nice lady's house. I confronted him and he claims they're just friends. My head is a mess. It feels like he's using me at the same time as he's starting a relationship with her. I don't like him making our daughter a part of this either. Right. So the guy's an arsehole, not for just banging the other woman, not so much, but taking his daughter there. Like, the daughter's going to start forming bonds with some woman that you just pipe in. No, 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 no. Stop it, just leave your daughter at home. She's got a mum. Just leave her there when you want to bang this woman. She doesn't have to be there. Come on. Um... Let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, what on earth is this? Regrets. I can't forgive myself for sexually assaulting my friend when I was drunk. Please tell me you're being super sensitive and it was just like a, you know what I mean, a ball slap on your mate. I'm not saying that's okay, but sexual assault is a pretty broad accusation, so you'll need some details here. Dear Deirdre, after getting blind drunk, I was horrified to learn I had sexually assaulted my male friend. Now I feel so ashamed and disgusted that I want to kill myself. I'm a 21-year-old guy. My friend is the same age and we've known each other since the first day of uni. We are both bisexual and have fooled around a bit. Last week, he came back to mine after the pub and we carried on drinking shots. You drank shots at home, you animal. I blacked out and in the morning, he was gone. When I messaged him, he told me I'd assaulted him. Pictures on my phone proved it. I had no recollection of it. He says he knows the drink made me do it, but he won't report, and he won't report me. But he says we can't be friends. I hate myself, and I just want to end it all. Ah, dear. So, you said assaulted him. What level of are we talking? He says sexually assault. Yeah, in the headline. Yeah, <laughs> he can't. You can't be sexually assaulting the mandem. No. That's no. It's not, it's not gonna make it. No. But no, what you need to do, you need to uh, apologise. Try that. That'll help you forgive yourself. Apologise. Say, so I regret what happened. Uh, and that's it. That's all you can really do. Um. If he's not pressing charges and stuff, you don't have to face a day in court. But you, or you need to find someone to turn it around. But I don't know. That's a crazy one. That is a crazy one. You can't be sexually assaulting your friends. Yeah, you just can't be friends anymore, can you? Some sexually, you find your friends sexually assaulted? Yeah, you can't be mates anymore. It's crazy. Um, right. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Ooh. Sorry, big yawn. Mm. No, I can't find any more that's any good. Oh, whoa, 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 found one. Dear Deirdre, 
My boyfriend is cheating on me with his porn idol. I feel so humiliated. Wait, is he actually banging her or is he just wanking a lot? Let's find out. Dear Deirdre, my boyfriend had sex with me while watching his favourite porn star. And now I've discovered they have actually had a flick. Jesus. I feel so humiliated that I'm not enough for him. And this one means more to him. We're both 37. I've been together for six years. I bought a house two years ago. I had always known he liked pornography as he'd been a single guy for three years before we met. <laughs> he said, yeah, that's the reason why I like pornography. It's just because I was single before I met you, but now I've got it. I don't really need it so much. Um, I've always known... Um, what else would you expect? Sorry, sorry. He'd been a single guy for three years before we met. What else would you expect these days? At Christmas... He started avoiding sex. Then a week ago, we went away for my birthday and I thought he'd be gagging for it. I packed my best outfits, had my hair done and after a fantastic meal, we went back to the room and I changed into beautiful lingerie. I invited him to bed, he climbed in and started to have sex with me. I thought we'd got things back on track, then he lost his erection. Jesus. He was so embarrassed, but I suggested he'd be okay and we should talk, we should work on it together. Then he reached for his tablets and suggested we watch some porn, which I agreed to. Uh, I was surprised when I noticed he typed in a specific name on the search for videos. After choosing a film, he soon found his rhythm, but I, I felt weird. He was looking past me the whole time at this woman. Later, when he's fallen asleep, I went through his phone and discovered all sorts of filthy messages to this woman I didn't know. He kept teasing her with her porn name, which was the same as the woman we just watched. I was in disbelief and laid there, motionless. I rolled over and silently cried all night afterwards. I feel crushed. I'm crying. Oh, has anyone ever cried in bed silently? I haven't. I don't think. Yes, I have. No, I have. I have. I have. I have. Yes, no, I have. I have done that. <laughs> when I was younger, I had a fight with my friend. I was about 14, 13, 14. I had a fight with my friend. And I was upset about having a fight with him. And I cried. But I've, yeah, I've woken up, woken up to to then girlfriends, just crying in bed because of something I've done or something I'd left on the phone. <laughs> young and dumb, mate. Young and dumb. But um, but yeah, this is wild though. This is wild. Yeah, can we can can we just find another porn star that maybe looks like her? There'd have to be the exact one guy. I mean, that's crazy, real crazy. Anyway, you can't be you can't be beating uh, your wife or watching someone you know doing porn. That's just very rude, <laughs> disrespectful. Anyway, people, that I think that's the end of the pod. I'm I'm knackered. I need to put these together and then get it out to you guys all right cheers for listening um by the time this is released my show will be um the same day but hey get tickets will come along to uh entry comedy bill murray at uh 9 9 45 i think i'm on to do my work in progress for inconceivable please come along you can get your tickets at darrengriffiths.com forward slash inconceivable. That's darrengriffiths.com forward slash inconceivable. All right, that's me. I'm out.